he is not poor, hath not yet, um, has not much, but he that craves much, Thomas Fuller. You can't be too rich or too thin. I've just, I've, I've said this, this just, but how far, um, far, uh, how far is it really from what I believe? Why do I always want more, more things, more gadgets, more clothes, more money, more weight loss? The truth is, I have what I need. I am grateful for my abstinence and the weight loss that goes with it. Having turned my will and my life over to the care, over to God, as I understand God, I no longer need to act. Um, to agonize over what I eat and how much I weigh. In this, as in, in this, as in every area of, of life, God is doing for me what I cannot do for myself. For today, I accept with gratitude the many blessings that are mine. Um, thanks to the OA program. I am Rob and I am a compulsive overeater. There is no doubt about that. And I have been one since I was born. I mean, it, it started early for me. Today's reading starts out with a quote from Thomas Fuller. He is not poor that hath not much, but he that craves much. It, it goes on to talk about you can't be too rich, too thin, more things, more gadgets, more clothes, more money weight loss. This speaks directly to me because my disease is one of more. For me, I learned that there's a spiritual hole that I tried to fill with things other than spiritual things because I thought that was the fix or the cure or, or whatever to make me feel better, make me feel okay, make me part of. Says so I've said this in jest, but how far is it really from what I believe? Why do I always want more? It, it was the quick fix. It, it was the band-aid, the medicine, the make you feel good, your friend. I grew up an only child. Food was my friend, till it wasn't, till I wasn't like the other kids. Teasing would start because you didn't look the same. And, you know, children can be so um, empathetic and loving to each other. And if you're having issues at home, then you're having issues at school and there's no safe place and it's a cycle. It says here, I no longer need to agonize over what I eat and how much I weigh. That's true for me. Agonize would be the um, operative word there. Don't have to agonize. I, I have a choice now. I don't need to be defined by the number on a scale. Food no longer screams at me like it once did. Very grateful for that. It was not that way for a long time. Food was a liar. It was a deceiver. It was an enemy, but it was a friend. I, I'll say it. It was a lover. I mean, I, it was a substitute for other things in many ways. Emotional. For me, it was spiritual. I'd replaced things that I could have got somewhere else. There's another fellowship where they talk about fun, fun with problems, and then just problem. And um, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, I wore the disease on the outside. Everybody knew there was an issue. Some can pull the curtains or hide in the background or be in their disease, be in their isolation, be whatever they are. But whenever I had to go out in public, it was kind of, it was kind of like wearing a neon sign. So 
something's wrong with this dude. I didn't really eat in public, but you could tell that obviously there was eating going on. I mean, you, you can't hide that. I would wear clothes that would try to, but it's impossible. There are certain colors, you know, that may not be as noticeable and you can mess around with sizes and layers and burning a certain way, tilting your head when pictures are taken. But the truth is I hated the camera. I hated it. I hated mirrors. Even the reflection in a store mirror could set me off because I would compare. I would compare to others all the time, constant, all the time. Thank God for program. I mean, yeah, I, I walked in the door the first time about 30 years ago, but I didn't stay. I didn't even really work the program that first time. I didn't really get it. Life got good. Meetings got too hard. And I went, uh, you know, I got this. I've done this for a few years. I did how? I did gray sheet. I lost weight. Look at me. I'm rollerblading 15 miles a day until I couldn't, couldn't do that anymore. Joint destruction from the overweight and then the exercise bulimia. It sure didn't help. And then what do you do? I'm still eating those calories. I'm still using food as a crutch, as a fix. I am defined by numbers on a scale. I am defined by a number on an item of clothing in my head. It wasn't like childhood. I mean, people, yeah, you know what? I take that back. It wasn't as bad as childhood. People still made comment. They made comment. And I don't know why, and I don't know if others have experienced this, Folks seemed to feel it was okay to comment what was on my plate or on my desk at work. Oh, we're having a muffin this morning. You want to say, yeah, how would you like to wear this muffin? You don't know me. I'll be restricting the rest of the day to make up for this. And then I'll get home thinking I'm good and then going nuts in isolation where I make up for that day of restriction. After you made a comment to me about having what to cycle, man, and I would tell myself I'm not doing it tomorrow. And then those little prayers that I do. Oh, please help me. Knowing full well I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow. Restrict, binge, remorse, regret, lie to myself. I'm not doing that again. Boom, there it is. I've heard people talk about a hamster wheel. You know, the music's on and it's time to go. What happened? My power, power put the brakes on when I ask. When I really ask. Gift of desperation. I was killing myself with food at the end there. Gift of desperation. Willingness to be willing. Surrendering and asking my higher power to take it over. For me, that's what happened. There was one more piece. I had offered myself in service. Show me your will and I will serve you. And I was granted a relief from the craving and the obsession. He had a plan for me. I call my higher power he or God. It doesn't matter. You can have your own. You can define it any way you wish. But I needed something outside of myself because obviously alone I couldn't do it. I proved that. Lost and gained 100 pounds several times. I had that relapse, went away. Thank God this time when I came back, I actually did this thing called the steps. I got a sponsor, this person called a sponsor. It wasn't Rob's program anymore. It was the fellowship. It was the sponsor. It was the steps. It was the literature. There's these books that we can read and there's amazing things in them. The big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. They call it the big book, but really 164 pages that can save your life because it saved mine. And I'm in there. There's a story about a man that retired and he was dead in four years. That was me. Got out the pipe, the slippers. It was over. I, I did that. I gave in. I had a case of the efforts. And you open the door a crack on this disease and it'll kick it wide open. And it did that for me. I gained 30 pounds in 30 days and I was ready to do it again. And the brakes got put on and it was over. Seven years, 155 pounds, my higher powers removed from my, my body. I no longer need a CPAP. No longer take blood pressure medications. Depression greatly improved. Suffered from it for years. 
seventh step pression lifted i could feel it like a veil this program can save your life it saved mine if you're new keep coming back don't leave before the miracle happens and then stay after that because you get to share your story to others and then you get to watch their spiritual awake their miracle the light comes on they change it's not about the food <clears throat> at least for me it wasn't it was about changing me not really much has really changed in my life i have the same spouse that i've had for 30 years i live in the same house i've lived in for 20. what had to change me that's what had to change thank you for letting me share today it's a great day to be abstinent in my case sober for that i'm grateful